everyone. Welcome to the show. I have a bunch of updates to share about Donald Trump's legal woes. So first, the big news that broke on Friday, Trump shared even more nuclear secrets with a foreign businessman at Mar-a-Lago. According to numerous sources, the special counsel has interviewed this man. It's a wealthy Australian businessman named Anthony Pratt. He has a membership at Trump's club. That is how you get information apparently from him. Trump allegedly shared these secrets with Pratt about the United States nuclear submarines. And then Pratt went and told nearly four dozen other people, told them what he heard from Trump. Experts say that this disclosure of this highly classified information may have endangered our U.S. nuclear fleet. And Pratt is now one of the 80 plus witnesses that the special counsel might call to testify at Trump's trial, because even though the the subject of the classified documents doesn't include these specific documents or, or the information that he shared with Pratt, it shows a pattern of practice. It shows how careless he is with our information. Now, unfortunately, Trump, again, asked the judge to delay his trial to mid-November of 2024, and she somewhat acquiesced to his request. I mean, she hasn't uh, delayed it. She hasn't put it on hold or moved the date back. But on Friday, Judge Aileen Cannon granted a temporary stay on upcoming filings. So they had filings that were due, and she said, okay, we're going to pause that. And she's doing this while she considers his request for the full delay. So either way, she's dragging this out. Um, Trump's attorneys are arguing that the trial has to be delayed because they don't have enough time to review the evidence. And they say that the trial date for this classified documents case is too close to the trial date for Trump's attempted coup case. I have a feeling if this judge tries to delay the trial until after the election, that is when the special counsel is going to lose it. That's when he's going to pull the emergency alarm, and that's when he's going to try to get her removed from the case. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, in other news, Judge Arthur Engeron issued an order in Trump's New York fraud trial. He demanded that both the prosecution and the defense submit the names of potential receivers by October 26th. So the receiver will be the entity that oversees the dissolution of the Trump Organization and all other related businesses. Uh, but meanwhile, Trump appealed the judge's initial summary judgment on this matter, the one that ordered that the company be shuttered due to repeated acts of fraud. And on Friday, Trump's attorneys filed a motion to try to put this entire trial on hold. Well, as expected, the appeals court drop kicked this request. The, the only surprise really was how quickly they did it. <laughs> they issued their ruling hours after it was filed, uh, after the motion was filed on Friday afternoon. So not good news for Trump when the testimony in this trial has been brutal. On the witness stand, the former controller for the Trump Organization, a man named Jeff McConney, admitted that Trump had the final say on all financial financial statements that were prepared. McConney, in fact, wrote on one of the statements, quote, DJT to get final review. 
And then he said, you know, well, the practice may have changed after Trump became president in 2017. But even if it did, even if he didn't have the final say at that point, it doesn't absolve Trump and the and the company of the crimes committed, potential crimes prior to that time. And it implicates his sons in the crimes committed since 2017. So really bad news for them as well. McConney also admitted to inflating the value of Trump Briarcliff Manor Golf Club by about somewhere around 60 to $75 million. In his testimony on Friday, McConney said that the property was valued at $25.1 million in 2013. Well, Eric Trump told him to list the value as $101 million the following year. So quadruple the price, basically. McConney said that Eric called him and Eric told him that, well, this property is worth much more because we're planning to develop 71 new housing units on that property. Well, even with those newly developed units, a real estate broker had valued the property at 43.3 million, not 101, but Eric told him, put it at 101, period. Then McConney also admitted that Mar-a-Lago's value was based on the property being marketed and sold as a private residence. But Trump knew that he couldn't market and sell that property as a private residence because he made an agreement with the National Trust for Historic Preservation that that property that Mar-a-Lago cannot be developed as anything other than what it is, meaning a club. So the value is completely different based on whether it's a residence or whether it's a golf club. And then McConney's most damning testimony came at the end of the day on Friday. McConney admitted that former Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg asked him to commit acts of tax fraud for the company. And McConney said, you know, I felt pressured. I felt that I had to oblige his request because Weisselberg was his direct boss. So he said, if I didn't, I feared losing my job. So methinks McConney doesn't want to end up in Rikers Island like Weisselberg. <laughs> and then Trump did get a small win. Um, the appeals judge agreed to temporarily stay the cancellation of the Trump Organization business certificates. But the AG's office told the court, we're not opposed to that, to, to putting this on hold and delaying that issue. So even the, the attorney general was like, yeah, not a big deal. We can pause that. Um, in related news and oddly, Trump dropped a lawsuit that he had just recently filed against Judge Engeron. So that was weird. And there's some interesting news regarding Trump's attempted coup. Rolling Stone is reporting that Arizona prosecutors are investigating efforts to overturn Trump's election loss in that state as recently as last year, 2022. So you guys might recall in May of this year, the Arizona Attorney General opened an, inv an investigation into Trump's fake electors. 
And two sources told Rolling Stone that the investigators are asking witnesses about Trump allies pressuring state officials to decertify the election results in 2021 and 2022. So two years after Joe Biden became the president. The AG's office is also asking about the level of involvement on Trump's behalf, as well as his advisors. And they're looking into the fraud that was conducted by the cyber ninjas. In particular, what the investigators are asking about is the million dollar donation that was made by Trump's Save America PAC to fund the cyber ninjas audit. So there could be more charges to come in that state. So I will definitely keep an eye on that for you. And then speaking of Trump's attempted coup, Trump is trying to get that case tossed by claiming he has absolute immunity because he says he was acting in his capacity as president. <laughs> that is not going to fly with Judge Chutkin, no way, no how. But the problem is it could delay the case because she's going to say no, he's going to appeal that decision, and then he will ultimately take it all the way to the Supreme Court. Um, Judge Chutkin also has to render a decision as to whether or not the trial should be broadcast live. Numerous media outlets have filed requests. They're urging Judge Chutkin to allow cameras inside the courtroom. And the outlets are making the case, that rightfully so, that Trump tried to, quote, subvert the will of the people and, quote, the central purpose of the constitutional right of access the law that governs here is to ensure fair trials and to promote confidence in the justice system. Broadcasting the trial proceedings in this case will clearly advance that interest. Then they also cite the fact that Trump claims that he wants the trial to be broadcast, which I seriously doubt that, but the outlets wrote, quote, for his benefit and that of the court and the public, Real-time audiovisual coverage will be a crucial step in stemming false conspiracy theories across the entire spectrum of public opinion, regardless of the trial's outcome. So they're basically using this against him, saying, you know, yeah, I mean, Trump wants this broadcast. And look, it, it will get rid of, it will, you know, quash any conspiracy theories that might be put out there into the MAGA universe. <laughs> now, alternatively, they've asked that, okay, if you won't allow us in to record this and, and put it out there to the world, please at least allow a YouTube live stream of the proceedings, or they say, could the court maybe record video of the trial each day and then put that out at the end of each day. I guarantee Trump and his team are gonna fight this. He talks a big game to try to fool his supporters into thinking he has nothing to hide, but when it comes down to it, the last thing that Trump wants is for the MAGA crowd to finally see and hear the truth about his election fraud fairy tales. I, I, I would be willing to put money on it at this point. So we will see. I will let you all know how all of this shakes out. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.